party people welcome back to quarter life crisis podcast i'm your host madison McHale, and i'm just host juniet albertson how are you maddie i'm doing just swell this is our what this marks our month of our one month, month of our first yeah it's our anniversary yeah our relationship <laughs> our relationship our podcast relationship yeah it's been one month of our podcast coming out quarter life crisis pod and it's been fun I mean this is a new hobby that I really thoroughly enjoy and I hope that we can keep it on rolling as long as I'm alive that's gonna be the goal (laughs) but to celebrate we have such a special guest today it was one of my very close friends that I made in Dallas yeah I make many but I made couple yes I had the pleasure of meeting her and we went to that HG supply place remember the first podcast I was talking about how much I love that bell pepper infused drink that was the place that we went with with her yeah and we had because she was like um uh, like what two blocks away from it but yeah she I mean she's a tech savvy she's the map like this girl can make calculations in her head super quickly she can do it all she's like what I look up to when it comes to budgeting because I'm not a budgeting person so she's gonna be here trying to help us navigate that side of life that nobody really knows how to do except (laughs) a couple people and here's Taylor with us hey Taylor how are you doing hi how are y'all doing we're doing great thanks for coming on the podcast and being our with her southern accent I love it oh I know (laughs) her little accent so cute Oh, it'll come out way more towards the end of this. You just wait. (laughs) So have you, okay. So you live in Texas currently. Have you always lived in Texas or did you live somewhere before that? I am born and raised South Carolinian. Uh, I live right south south of Charlotte growing up, um, went to college over in the Greenville Spartanburg area, and then moved to Wilmington, North Carolina for a few years for a job after college. So just all over. Oh, so nice. I would love to live in South Carolina someday. I feel like, I feel like it's just so simple and nice down there. It's that little Southern lifestyle. Very slow. It's beautiful. Both of them. You couldn't go wrong with either Carolina. Yeah, I know North. Yeah. Both, both Carolinas would be awesome. So, okay. So we brought you on here because we would just love to know basically more about budgeting, finance, all of that jazz because I need as much help as I can get. <laughs> but, but before we get into like the actual good stuff and all the advice that we all need in our lives, mm-hmm. because I'm like taking notes right now. Who's Taylor? Tell us more about you. Who like, are so you? People can understand who are you? What's your background? And some fun stuff about you. So that way they can connect with you. Yeah. Um, well, y'all just heard everywhere that I've lived, so let's keep <laughs> tracking that. Uh, 28 years old, so I've been married for about five years. I met my husband, who was a Marine. Um, he was stationed over in Wilmington, was where I met him. Um, we'll have our five-year anniversary on Cinco de Mayo. We Ooh. live in Dallas, and this will be roots for, you know, here on out, it seems. Uh, two German Shepherds, one of them's 11, one of them's five, and then we have Kat as well, who seems to rule the roost. Yeah, Moose loves her cat. Yeah. Oh, he is obsessed. But I don't, I don't think the cat loves Moose, if that makes sense. <laughs> I feel like most cats don't like dogs. Like, that's just how they are. I know. Moose is just obsessed with them. But, yeah. Oh, well. Okay, so we got that Josh 
it's your husband <laughs> such i love josh he's so good he took care of me one drunk night in texas took, took care of taylor amber and i that whole weekend like and he you wait you had to be taken care of i feel like you're always the one taking care of people <laughs> when they're drunk oh, ev- every time she came to my house she had to be taken care of <laughs> Every single one. Hilarious. I think, you know what? Tom sent me a Snapchat one night of you. I think Texas. In Texas, the bathroom. I and I life in Texas. I had to screenshot it because I'm like, this is Junie in rare you know, form. The Kourtney Kardashian like, meme about like, I'm just living life. Like that was mean, Dallas. <laughs> I'm just here to live life. <laughs> but yeah, so I have a big appreci- appreciation for Josh for taking care of me that night. Yeah. Shout out to Josh. I don't think. Shout out, hubby. Yeah, I only, I mean, I came down and visited you that one time and I had the opportunity to meet Taylor and we went out for drinks and we had some fun, but I don't think I met Josh when we were down there. I don't think so. No, because she walked over. We went yeah, to. Yeah, I think, I think he was that- out of town. Yeah, we went to that super cute little cafe, like Layla's or Lila's. Layla's. Okay, I was close. I was close. I loved that place. That was adorable. Very boho. Yeah, very. They did. They did. Um, they do a bunch of like theme pop ups, and they had the cutest Valentine's Day one. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that that place was adorable. That was probably that place and the <laughs> the rooftop bar we were at was were probably two of my favorite things ever. Yeah. yeah, but Taylor actually has a blog where she had for a while. What made you start that blog? Uh, so I started it in 2018 and it was really that point to where all growing up, like I had a sister and me and my mom had very similar taste in fashion. Um, I always had roommates, multiple roommates during college. And then right when I got out of college and graduated, I had a roommate for a year, but she and I really are past didn't cross much and then I got married so it was like that access to everything feminine like sharing closets like getting ready together it all went out to the wayside because I had my husband and you know can't really get ready with him Uh, so (laughs) I saw I saw people doing it on Instagram and I was like why the heck not and so I started the blog but I really haven't done a whole lot with it the past really since I moved here honestly what's the name of it Savvy Lane Savvy Lane. That's such a cute name. What well, a lot of people think it's actually pretty easy. They see people on Instagram sharing and taking sharing sharing content, taking pictures, and just you know sharing clothes link. And they're like, oh, it's so easy. How they can make a living out of this? This is not work at all. If they only had my job, <laughs> what can you say to those people? A lot goes into it that people don't realize. I know that's the standard answer. Like if you hear anybody actually talk about it on Instagram, but you think if like you actually want to make it succeed, you have to treat it like a business. I very much treated it like a hobby, just something to do as like a creative outlet. And that was as far as it ever went because that was as far as I took it. If I wanted it to actually become a business, like I would have had to have actually treated it like a business, make a routine schedule of what I'm going to do when I'm going to reach out to brands. You have to literally get an accountant to help you if you're successful enough because it's all these like little transactions. So yeah, it's posting pretty pictures on Instagram, but it's a, it's a full blown business. The people, the people who make it, make it and they make a lot of good money doing that, but it's a lot of work. You actually have a good amount of followers, I'll say, mm-hmm. for somebody that just treated it like a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? I, I saw this thing before. It's like, if you 
want to have, you know, I don't know how the algorithm works with Instagram, but if you want to have, yeah, if you want to have, um, you know, a lot of engagement, like you have to do like two Instagram reels a week or, you know, post three times a week. Yeah, I don't know, something outrageous where you got to go like keep, keep your followers engaged. Mm-hmm. Well, TikTok is worse. Every time you hear anybody giving advice on that, it's like two, three times a day. Like who has time for that? I know honestly way more, I don't want to say failed bloggers, but people who tried and attempted to blog full time um, and didn't make it or just didn't cut or quit after so many years. I know way more of those than people who are actively still doing it and making money off of it. And I feel like a lot of it is consistency. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not like a big thing about what you're posting or how much, like it's this consistent, like engaging and sharing your life. And I think that sometimes it's hard because you don't realize these people, yes, they're entertainment for us. Mm -hmm. Like we watch them Mm -hmm. because we're entertained. Mm -hmm. Well, you watch them live their life. Yeah, and that was a big thing that I just didn't like about it. I didn't, I like to be very private. I wasn't ever active on social media beforehand. So the fact that I was like intently sharing part of my life was just a little, a little too much at, at certain points. Cause people yeah. definitely feel like they can say whatever they want about you at that point. Right. Well, also too, it, it, it's a lot of effort to make things, you know, they always say like Instagram isn't reality, but in all seriousness, if you, if people didn't make certain things look aesthetic or, you know, really, really like nice pictures that they would take. Like, I, I feel like people wouldn't be as interested. Like people are interested in like seeing all of that, like aesthetic and they want your, they're watching you because you're entertaining them yeah. because they want what you're portraying on your Instagram. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But, but that's why I love TikTok so much because you, you don't really see a whole lot of like the pretty houses. You see a lot of just yeah. regular people in regular living rooms doing regular things, but like right. it's the personality that catches you. It's so funny. Some people are so creative on that app and hilarious. I'm like, if I just want to s- just laugh for an hour straight, like I will literally just scroll on TikTok oh, and yeah. crack up. I'll find it random. There's some videos that I'm just like, why too? I'm like, <laughs> how do you think? How did that, that go viral? Idea? But I mean, it's two sides of everything. I, I, I guess it has to up, ups and downs, but if you could give one advice to somebody that's trying to start a blog, just like, one line of advice, what would you tell them? It would depend. If they're starting a blog just for the fun of it, I would say fall in love with the process of whatever you want to be creating. If you want to create content like photos to like an Instagram type, then fall in love with that process of taking photos, getting in the mindset of what you want your photos to look like. Enjoy that process and it'll be a lot easier for you to incorporate that and make it into a business should that be where you want it to go. Right. And you kind of, I just from like, you know, meeting you the one time and then just hearing Junie talk about you and then just looking on, you know, your social medias stalking and stuff, you. stalking <laughs> you on your social medias, I might add, um, you kind of are switching from more of not maybe switching, but to, you know, kind of talking about it more so, but you're going from more of like fashion and like everyday lifestyle to more of like talking about finance and budgeting with people, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of, that's kind of what you're shifting to. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of took the fun out of shopping for me, honestly, making it yeah. like you have to find something new every week, every month, but I could, I could talk about 
like finance and budgeting all the time. It drives my husband crazy. So I'm sure he's a lot happier that I have more people to talk about it with than just him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great because I feel like I'm like totally opposite and it's going to bite me, bite me in the ass someday. Like I need to, I need to read up and listen to podcasts on it. (laughs) Okay. I, I, you love it. And that's why Mm -hmm. you find it enjoyable, but like, let's say we don't, I don't don't enjoy budgeting. I don't enjoy seeing because I sit down and I'm like, Oh my God, that's where I spend my money on. Mm -hmm. Like the other day we went to a wine festival and I decided that it was a good idea at that point to buy a $200 painting <laughs> because I thought it was really cool. And I was like, I want it for my work art. But then I realized that was a bad, you know, <laughs> investment. investment. That was a bad, like, I was just like, it's going to last me forever. And Tom, Tom was just like, we were looking at them and he was trying to tell me no, but then he had to go to the bathroom. So he left and then that, in those like five minutes, I was just like, the guy was like talking to me and he was like, yeah, like the painter's really cool. And like, his original paintings go for like $900. And I was just like, okay, this is such a deal. It's only $200. Oh my God. I looked at her, Taylor. I looked at her and I was like, this girl's crazy. But I'm fully convinced whenever Tom has to leave for his two to three weeks of training, you'll get a dog fully convinced. Oh, oh she will. She okay, will. So oh, freckles. Okay. Yeah. This is a story. <laughs> another day, but I almost got a dog. I didn't because my husband was like, Tom would kill you. No, he said that's fine. But then, you know, when he said like, that's fine. It's like not fine. Not an attitude, but I know in his tone of voice that it's not going to be an enjoy. That this is, he's only doing it to please me. And I feel like in a marriage or any relationship, if you're doing something just to please one person, Mm -hmm. there is going to be some tension later on because there's going to come a time that's going to be an issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you didn't think about the other. And as much as I'm, thinking about myself I have to think about him and I'm, yeah. I know that's a lot oh you're yeah. such a good wifey so uh, I'm such trying. a good wifey I'm trying I'm trying but anyways we'll update on the dog later but I, I made that She'll bad. Get one like I did buy that painting but I had other things that you know I was hosting a party I was doing all this other things coming up and I she chose also had a little bit of wine in her for sure when she made that purchase encouragement but but to me at that moment and it's really hard to budget when at that moment you're like yes I want that and I like you're the budgeting point but I I'm one of the person that I lived for today Mm -hmm. and I don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen tomorrow so I'm always justifying it by like well I don't know if I'm going to die in a car accident tomorrow so I'm just going to do it and I never die so I'm like always like how to deal with the consequences later on so how can I I help this. Like, how can I have both a balanced life, like save and have a budget, but at the same time, like feel like I'm not missing out on like life and experience or things I want. Where's that balance? So I know you're going to, you're not going to like this answer, but whenever (laughs) I say like make a budget, oh, I can break that down if you want me to like what I mean by that. But it's not just like, look at your money and see what's going in and out. But like, you you have your money coming in like you're supposed to make it work in a whole bunch of different facets of life and one of those is supposed to be like an enjoyment aspect like date nights vacations shopping like whatever your specific splurge area you want to be just actually put that in your budget and say okay well I you know of course you know, let's not go crazy here but like whatever's left after you've put your bills you know you've paid your bills you've put money aside for paying off loans and saving up money, putting in retirement, like 
whatever's left, if you're comfortable with that number and it's not like too much, say that, that that's what you're going to blow. Like I can buy this $200 painting. I just can't buy the, the pair of shoes I wanted next weekend. Um, that's been something that we do that really helps a lot. We know we have so much money that we basically know we're going to be, you know, quote unquote wasting, but mm -hmm. that wasting is date nights out for us. Like we get that time together and to just hang out, I can go and go shopping and buy, you know, a nice new outfit and wear it on oh, that retail, date night. Retail therapy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, is a, that is my, my vice retail therapy. I feel like I do that a lot, which like I've, I have a bad day. I'm feeling down. I didn't, it was in a good week or I feel some type of way. And I find myself at Marshall's, at TJ Maxx, at Target. Oh, I'm a Maxinista for sure. And oh, yeah. you just start like, and you feel so much better after you buy like stuff you like or like an outfit or something. You're just like, ah, oh, it feels like a relief. And your day out of the sudden just turn out so much better. And it's like a little adrenaline rush. It and is. A lot, of pe a lot of people, like, that's how they, I don't want to say get off. I don't know if I can say get off, but, like, that's how yeah, they get you off. Can they, they, <laughs> I don't know how, how PG-13 or already wants it. Shit, asshole. We say anyone. shit, fuck, damn. <laughs> Just we stay on all bases here. I mean, those are 13-year-olds 13, 13 know those words. Shit, damn, hell. They got TikTok. <laughs> they know even worse. But yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's just how it's really hard. I feel like a lot of girls have this issue. I mean, a lot of guys do too. But for example, my husband, he's a saver. If Tom was in that way, I don't even know where we would be. Mm -hmm. Would be probably like in vacations, spending our last like amount of like credit max in our credit card. That's how it normally works out though. Most of the time, like two people you see coupled up, it's one's typically a saver and one's typically a spender. Oh yeah. God well, knows. even, even Jenny, she's like, Hey, you want to go to Miami? And I'm like, girl with, with what money? <laughs> like, I'm like, I know she tried to call me into that too. And was like, yeah, we talked about this. I was like, I don't think I ever agreed hey, to go to Miami. We said for your birthday. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'll text you about it later. We're going to Miami. <laughs> I'm going to Miami. But okay, so you actually have to sit down. So your advice, you actually have to sit down, face the music. Yes. Look at you your must face music bank account and actually realize what you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. This is and I mean, there are apps that can do this for you too, just to see where it's going. Like we use City, um, the American Airlines credit card, and it already like buckets everything out, so we can see how much we spent at the grocery store, uh, at restaurants, on it, like bills and stuff. Like we can see the categorization of everything we spend. And there's yeah. also uh, just because I try to, I'm starting to uh try to budget I got like a template from Etsy of this girl that has an excel sheet that came with like you know all the formulas and you basically just plug the numbers in so I think that's a good tool too if you're just starting and um you're just mm -hmm. trying to see uh because I feel like it's nice to have it in a credit card but at the same when you're begin starting I need to see like all the places that I have like all my credit yep. cards all my accounts and it was so hard. And when I actually filled it out, I was just like, damn, I make like a lot of money, like compared to what I was thinking, like I make enough money to live. 
I you will feel like you get a raise if you actually we so I use um like a Google Sheets doc and we have a whole bunch of random stuff in there for like planning and you know money things I suppose so the broad category but that's what we use so how we break it out is we have two different pages one is a month-to-month -month view so we have the days that we typically get paid. Um, it's not like Josh gets paid on the, the 1st and the 15th, but mine's either every Friday or every other Friday. So we'll just kind of randomly put in, I know I'm going to get paid so many times, this is what it's going to be. But all of our other bills are paid on the same day every single month. So we know when our mortgages do, we know when our phone bills do. So we have it all lined up just like a like an accounting budget sheet. I'm getting paid on these days, and then I'm going to get these bills taken out on these days. I make sure that, you know, it, we're not going to overdraft the account at any point. Um, you know, make sure everything lines up that way. But mm -hmm. when you get to the end, you see how much it actually takes for you to just survive, basically. Like, how much does it take for you to live in your house and have it comfortably running and be fed? So you end up seeing how much money you actually just spend at the end of the month. Yeah. It's crazy. And you know, I'm a teacher, like I don't, everybody knows teachers don't make a whole lot. So, you know, when you first get that paycheck, I get paid once a month. So the first of the month is when I get paid and I, you know, you get that big chunk of cash in your, in your bank account. Wow. And you have to make that last a whole month. Yeah. A whole month. So like, that's I, how I used to get paid too. I honestly I don't, I know a lot of people are like, I don't know how you do that, but I don't mind it because I can pay my rent. I can pay my, my car bill. I can pay my phone. I can pay my electric. Like I get all of the bills basically out of the way. And then I save from what I can save living in expensive Virginia and only being a teacher. Um, like I will save some of it. And then like I have like the rest of it to do, you know, the fun things that you want to splurge on and do, but like it goes quick. It's like water. Let me tell you, like, oh yeah, I have like, you know, a couple grand in there and then whoosh, it's gone. Tom always says <laughs> the solution to our life is just to become millionaires. And I told him <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. She is. She's hustling every day. <laughs> hustling every day. Okay. Okay. So I know we were kind of just talking about this, but, and I, kind of gave you the rundown of like, I get paid once a month, blah, 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 water goes like that. But I feel like a lot of people tend to live this way. And by that, I mean, like people live paycheck to paycheck. What's your small bit of advice on how to not live paycheck to paycheck? Like just kind of put your money in savings right away or see like how, I guess it's how I'm trying to ask that question. <laughs> So we'll, we'll start this with the basis that you've made your, your budget. So you know how much money you have and you know how much is going out. Um, whatever you have left over, find some buckets to put it into. So if you can automate like a savings account or just go ahead and get like your 401k taken out automatically in your paycheck, you don't miss it. And you'll never know it's gone. You'll obviously see that account building up over time. But if you can keep that completely separate from whatever you normally use for checking or like if you use a credit card normally for that keep it separate of that bank that's going to be an easy ticket because if you don't see it it's out of sight it's out of mind yeah. um and that's how a lot of people fall like into credit card debt because it is usually a little bit out of sight out of mind it's a whole different app or a whole different bank so you don't really see it a lot um but the best thing is because whenever so whenever me and josh first got married we were 
basically living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, he was making entry level uh, Marine Corps uh, corporal pay and I was making like 40 grand a year. So we were, you know, we had wow. decent, decent money, but it really wasn't a whole lot when it came down to after we paid our mortgage and paid everything else. So we really had to look at where our money was going because at the end of every month we would see like, we, where did it all go? Like we have absolutely nothing that we added to savings. We know what we're paying and what we're paying isn't what we're getting. So we ended up watching where everything went. And by that, just look at your accounts every single day. Um, if it's going to be a credit card account, have that out of sight, out of mind. If you look at it every day or like every other day, you can see what's coming in, what's going out. You can see that total either decreasing or increasing. And the more you look at it, the more you're aware of what your spending habits are. Um, you can usually tell, like, if think if you had a bad day and you're an emotional spender. You can think of back to the day, like, oh, Tuesday, you know, I had a, a rough day Tuesday. And if you can look and see on your statement that, oh, I ended up, you know, buying food and this purchase and this purchase and this purchase, mm -hmm. and the next day you anything, yeah, then you can see and link those habits to what you're actually doing and see how you can correct that habit. It's just like, um, like I used to be really bad about mindlessly eating at night. Like it was just something, a habit. Mm -hmm. that I had formed over the years. And for a lot of people, poor spending habits are stuff that they form over the years. So if you're able to get to the root of why you're spending that money unnecessarily, then you'll be able to kind of fix that problem and figure out how to manage it a little bit better to where it's not managing you. That way you right. don't fall into the trap of, you know, high credit card debt or, you know, the paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because it, it really just, I guess from what you're saying starts with like looking at yourself in the mirror, which I feel like is the harder step to take. It's like mm -hmm. looking at yourself and being like, I'm being a shit bag right now. <laughs> and like, I'm not like, cause you're only affecting yourself. Like when I look at it, I'm like, I'm only creating stress for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not creating like nobody else cares. Your friends don't care. Like mm -mm. nobody else is gonna come in here and be like, "Oh, Maddie, let me pay your light bill." Because like I know you're. You want to? This. No. <laughs> but uh, go for it. But you're only causing stress for yourself, even though you, at the moment you think you are like rewarding yourself and it feels good. Feels good in the moment. A couple of days mm -hmm. later, you're only gonna be stressed because you're like, "Shit, I don't have money for this." Mm -hmm. But. So I guess it's like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, I need to do better for myself. It's probably more of like, all right, what do you actually need versus what, what you do want. you want? But if yeah. you start saving, I guess at the end of the day, you could get what you want. It's just going to take small steps. And if you see that your but like what the type of life that you want is not fitting your budget, then mm -hmm. what can, I guess, what can you do to make that life happen? Like you need to switch job careers like add an extra mm -hmm. like income why can't because now there's a lot of passive incomes like I could mm -hmm. save for a rental property let's say mm -hmm. not spend money for like a year or so and then have a passive income that allows me to spend more yeah or passive income that allows you to buy another passive income stream eventually then you get yeah it's just so like much to do in there, but I guess it all starts with ourselves. And I heard something the other day that like resonated with me. And it's like, you're only going to be successful if you pick the challenge, it, mm -hmm. challenge versus what's easy for you, because you can like wake up every day and pick what's easy, but that's not going to make you grow. 
versus like if you get up and you say, I have to do this and I pick to challenge myself today to be a better person, then you're actually going to see positive results right. in the long run. Yeah. Like having a challenge come upon yourself or, you know, even struggling for a little bit, like that you grow as a person that way. Yeah. And being honest, you don't have like why I feel like sometimes, uh, Taylor, and correct me, like you've been in like all types of different places and you've seen all types of different people. Do you feel like people tend to spend money to make others feel like they have some type of level in life? Absolutely. Like we're not not only spending because like I want this, but it's because what I want people to see versus what Mm -hmm. I am actually. Yeah. Or a lot of times they just want people to see it. I mean, you think a lot of people buy designer items, not because they can afford them, but just because they want people to think they can. And that's kind of what that whole designer market is too. A lot of the people who are actually rich and can afford to wear the labels and the logos, they really don't. Yeah. And other people try to tend to keep up. I always said mm-hmm. there is like a bunch of stores uh, in the, like the Dallas mall that's near where Taylor, well, when I used to leave where Taylor lives and there's always lines. And mm-hmm. I always told Tom, like, I would never make a line to go to spend go into money. Gucci. Like right. I'm going to go spend my, like, how, if I am going to spend a thousand dollars on something, I'm not making a line, Mm-mm. but again, the people that actually have the money, they're not making the lines. They're calling their own sales associates that they have. And they're like, Hey, I'm coming in at four. And they're like, got you. I'll mm-hmm. have everything ready for you. The people yeah. that are in the line sometimes are the ones that can't, afford can't really it. afford it. Yeah. But you want that, or you're getting it for a gift. Uh, your girlfriend wants a Gucci belt. So you're in the line to buy her Gucci belt because that's what she wants. <laughs> but then, like, I could see that being you and Tom, Tom waiting. Tom would in never line for, to get Junie a Gucci belt for Tom sure. Tom would never. Can you not see that? No. no. Tom would <laughs> never. And Josh together and just watch their eyes get big. <laughs> yeah, Tom will never. I took him to Restoration Hardware to like look at some paintings and stuff that I wanted, and like, I'm gonna a share two hundred dollar one. Okay. <laughs> Add another zero at least. Actually, yeah. that look good, but he would be like, I'm like, this is so nice. And he'll like the first thing he does look at the price, like, no, it's actually not that nice for this price tag. Like yeah. I can find this at home good. Like home would never like, but I think that getting into the couples thing, do you think it's hard? Like, I mean, you're with Josh and Josh is completely opposite to what you are. So to all the couples out there. Is it hard to sit down together and actually analyze your finance, especially when you're first married and you get to see each other's mistakes? It is. Is it it hard? Is it awkward? It is, at least for us, because when we came into the situation, like, for example, I didn't have student loans, but Josh did. And so a lot of times whenever one person is bringing substantial debt or substantial savings to the relationship, it feels like there's a power dynamic there and you're like coming in with either a higher or lesser power than the other. But you have to think like, it's no longer my money, your money, it's our money. Like whatever we have in the pot is what we have to use to build our future together to pay for our retirement, pay for, you know, future colleges, future weddings for kids, you know, God willing. It's, it's completely a, a joint effort and you have to approach it that way. You a lot of, oh, go. Sorry. A lot of people think that it's more actually, it's harder to become vulnerable more about your money 
than your feelings in a relationship. And that's something that caught my eye when I read it. Cause I'm just like, wait, what? So you guard your yeah. money issues more than you guard your feelings. Well, you think a lot of, I mean, you spend where your feelings are aligned. Like if yeah. you're an emotional eater, like you're going to spend more money on food, on takeout. If you like the retail therapy, you're going to see all those transactions from you buying things during retail therapy. Like you can hide your emotions pretty well, but you can't hide your, your spending. Like it's, it's there. Right. I've also, I've, I've like read this somewhere before, like one of like the most common reasons for people getting separated or getting a divorce is finances. Oh, 100%. Like finances is like higher than, you know, cheating or kid, like, you know, you know, what I'm talking about, like finances up there in like rates for divorce, which I, is crazy. I always feel like you kind of, when you are together and you have bills together, you have like a whole, everything's together. You kind of have to like, at least Tom and I, like he's, he can spend from his money. Like we, we allowances, if you want to say it. That's okay. what we, that's what we do. Because I'm like, you work really hard for that money. So you can't just be on top of each other. Like, what did you buy? Mm-hmm. Why did you, mm-hmm. like, as long as your bills are paid and you're like doing your, what you're responsible for, mm-hmm. like you can't, I feel like a lot of people start like being on top of each other and like you bought this and then you bought that. And like, it's well, a and see, point to figures back and forth. And see, I know I, I would be that type. I am that type. I like to watch our money a lot just because we've had, a, or me specifically, I've had my identity stolen so many times and my credit card stolen that I have to watch it or else, you know, we had it hacked last year and we had to switch out one of our cards last year because it got hacked. Um, but I, a good thing to do is kind of cater everything to your own personality. So because of that, that's why we do the allowances. We have an amount that we're perfectly comfortable with giving to each other. It's the same amount and he can do whatever he wants with that money and I can do whatever I want with my money. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, you don't see that back and forth. There's no like nitpicking, like you spent more than I did or how dare you buy this, you know, $200 video game or whatever. Or like, like you, you, you bought dinner last week. Like it's your, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we'll still every now and again, um, like I took Josh out to dinner and like, I paid it out of my personal money um, because he started his a new job this week. So I wanted to treat him and like, he'll do the same to me with his money. So it makes it kind of special outside of going on a date with like, just the money we set aside to feed ourselves and like go out to restaurants. If the other one pays for it, it's more like a, oh, you took me out. Oh, it's <laughs> back to dating. Right. <laughs> So you have all this great advice and, you know, you still are, you're the budgeting and you're the finance queen, but like, what is, what would be, what's your next career move or career goal, I guess is how we would put it. What can our listeners expect from Taylor? Yeah. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I always hit, uh, don't like these questions. I, it's like the interview question. What do you like to do for fun? Um, We're l- making you look at yourself in the mirror right now. So I know you're the mirror. I can't avoid. People is in the most uncomfortable spots. I already feel like, oh, I have to go budget myself. So now we're putting you I know. accountable for your actions. What would you do? You, do you see yourself doing even more than what you're doing now? I guess is how we're saying, like, what would, what's your ultimate goal with this type of career that you have? I really like the idea of, 
continuing on with like the the financial the budgeting and helping people through that process because it is a taboo subject and I feel like talking about it people aren't going to be um receptive I guess because it's taboo and I just grew up like you know don't talk about money that's one of the things you don't talk about but the more the older I get the more I realize that most of our parents did that exact same thing to them that happened to me like I was never taught about money growing up so I've had to learn everything that I know so far and it's you know, I feel like, it, I mean, it works well, you know, we still have a house, we're still, you know, living, thriving, but it's something that I would love to share on a, a greater platform. But like I mentioned earlier, to fall in love with the process, like if you're starting a blog, like I never fell in love with the content creation process. So I just have to get either force myself to do it until it's just a routine or find some outlet like that, that I do thoroughly enjoy the process for. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're happy doing it. Yeah, I, yeah, it would be very fun to do that. Yeah, that's the, that's the ultimate goal for sure. Yeah, so wait for Taylor to launch her advice company, money management company. Maybe you'll write a book someday on it. You know what, that would be cool. an ebook would be really nice. Yeah. Where you do like templates for people uh, and people can like buy your templates on how- I actually made one of those. It was kind of like your Etsy template that you bought. I made one that was in a Google Sheets a long time ago. I ended up, I had one TikTok that went viral and I was going to make <laughs> one and then never found out how to like hook it up through an email uh, marketing campaign. So then it just kind of fell through the wayside. So <laughs> we need like a manager for Taylor. Yeah. That's what we need, but she would never spend her money on that. So forget about it. <laughs> Just like I can do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has been a fabulous time. I feel like I learned a lot just from just sitting here and talking to you Ooh, about. We need yeah. to budget ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to go home but and make an Excel spreadsheet. Yo, yes. <laughs> Put that yeah. on the budget line. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're going to make our budget, but we're still going to look. Miami is one of the buckets, okay? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> deal all right well thank you guys for listening to the quarter life crisis podcast um taylor you do have social media and stuff out there that you like to um basically you know give advice and share all the wonderful things that you did with us so where can we find you on social media for those that are listening to our podcast right now yeah, it's my full name. So Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R-D's, D-E-A-S, Emery, E-M-E-R-Y on all of them. We're also going to link this in the description. So mm-hmm. don't worry if you are driving and couldn't write that down. But <laughs> yeah, we'll get it for you too. Um, so it was a pleasure. Thank you, friend, for being no, here for us. Thank you all for having um, me. Being us being able to be honest and talk about this topic that everybody struggles with. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And this was great too. I mean, I feel like we were just on a FaceTime with our friend the entire time. Like, oh. All right. Well, thank you, Taylor. We appreciate it. And everybody that's listening, we hope that you tune back in for our first podcast come the first week of March. And that's going to start off our second month, month which is consistent weird. work. Consistent work. Ooh. So much work. But thank you so much guys for listening. Don't forget to download our episode. That's why brings the ratings up and also subscribe to our podcast yes please like and subscribe um and our instagram name is at quarter life crisis underscore pod so give us a follow on there as well see you guys bye